on the mound. Mike Stanton, who uh, was a series hero for the Yankees and a tremendous pressure reliever and who's joined us a couple of times as he covers the Astros, joins us now. Mike, welcome. How are you? Thanks, Mike. What's going on Mike, up there in New York? Well, listen, his, after watching them, first, I want to get a couple of thoughts from you, and I got a couple of thoughts on the Astros. But first, how surprised were you? Because I thought Roberts really botched the taking Hill out of the game. I thought he escalated everybody in the pen, and you don't want to have that many guys have to pitch well in one night. Were you surprised that he took him out? Mike, I'm, I'm going to tell you, this, and this isn't hindsight. This, uh, this was actually when it was happening. Uh, I thought he kind of overmanaged the situation. Uh, you know, Rich Hill was, yeah, he wasn't throwing the ball where he wanted to, but the Astros just simply were not seeing the ball out of his hand. I mean, they were taking, you know, 88, 89-mile-an-hour fastballs for strikes, and what that tells me is they just simply weren't picking up the ball. And then he would flip the curveball. Uh, they really had no chance. So I actually thought that they did the Astros a little bit of a favor by getting him out of the game as quickly as he did. And, you know, and to compound things even more, you put in Maeda, who has been just lights out, and then you only let him go an inning and a third. Yep. You know, I, I just thought that he he kind of overmanaged the situation. They had a game plan going into into the game, and he stuck to it like to a T. And to me, you got to be a little bit more reasonable. You got to be a little bit more fluid. You know, when you got a pitcher out there that really isn't struggling. I think you have to stick with him because, you know, Mike, in a game like this, you don't count innings. What you do is you count outs. And every out that Rich Hill could have gotten or Maeda could have gotten, that takes pressure off the back end. You know, maybe maybe Jansen only has to try and get four or five outs instead of trying to get six. Agreed. Couldn't agree more. I agree completely. Uh, now the series is 1-1 going back. Uh, uh, Mike, let me first go back to game seven. Uh, were you surprised he – just went with the two starters. Uh, were you surprised he didn't give the bullpen a shot? We know how good McCullers was dealing uh, because I, I thought, boy, he's vulnerable with his pen. And then he went to Morton and stayed with him, who pitched brilliantly, and then to McCullers and stayed with him the rest of the way. And we're all mesmerized by 28 straight curveballs. But uh, what a <laughs> performance. But were you surprised he didn't go to the pen in that game or you, you thought he would do what he did? I wasn't surprised that he went to McCullers. Um, you know, with the way the pen, the rest of the guys down there had struggled, uh, you know, McCullers, if he's throwing strikes, he's filthy, especially with that breaking ball. Um, and then I was, I was happy to see him go ahead and let him finish it. You know, I know Giles was backing him up in the pen, but you know, that was just what we were talking about. Dave Roberts, AJ Hinch in game seven against the Yankees. He, he let him pitch. Yeah. You know, you're out there. You're throwing credit. the ball. Well, I give you know, him the credit. Yankees, aren't doing anything, go ahead and, and, and uh, ride that horse all the way to the barn. All right, now you got to answer, and we're talking about Mike Stanton, who was a World Series hero for the Yankees, out of the pen and a tremendous clutch pitcher as, uh, don't worry about the dogs, Mike. And he, uh, But he, here's the deal, Mike. The, the Astros pen, I've seen enough. They're no good, and, and they got to go in that pen now. Tonight, McCullers will give him six max. He's got to go in that pen. Giles isn't doing a job. Davinsky isn't doing a job. Can he rely on Harris or Musgrove, or does he have to pull a rabbit out of his hat? He can't go to Morton. He's pitching tomorrow. Where does he go for his nine outs tonight that he needs? Well, that's a good question, and, and I think you have to, uh, you know, by the time you get to this point in the season, Mike, you have to go with the guys that bring you. Boy, they haven't and been good, though. They have not been they good. They haven't. They haven't, and I think you have very short leashes, but Harris has thrown the ball better. 
Um, you know, Musgrove, Musgrove just simply hasn't been used a whole heck of a lot. Right. He's got really good stuff. You know, Davinsky, yeah, he gave up the home run uh, there in game two in the 11th inning uh, to Culberson. But, you know, I thought that the changeup looked much, much better. And, you know, he made the big pitch against um, against Puig. And, you know, maybe that's something he can he can go forward. But, yeah, I think it's going to be those guys. And, and A.J. has also gone public saying that, Giles is still his guy in the night, so we'll have wow. to wait and see how he rocks it out. We'll have to see. I, I think the next two nights now they got they they basically got five and six inning guys on the mound the next two days, which is going to be interesting right. for them because I think the one thing we saw in that Yankee series, and I said the same thing: if the Yanks can get in that pen, they can they'll they'll bang these guys around. They can do that. They just they just never got in that pen. They got two starters in Game Seven after the great Verlander performance going in. Uh, we're talking about Mike Stanton, for, who covers the Astros, and obviously we know him well from his days with the Yankees. Mike, the uh, Kershaw, Robert swears he won't pitch him in Game Four if they lose Game Three. Swears he won't pitch him till Game Five. Committed to it. Do you think there'll be a change of heart if they lose Game Three to want him to pitch Games Three, Four, and Seven, or do you think he'll stick with it and only throw him in Game Five? Well, I think for right now, I'm just going to believe what what David said that, you know, he's going to, he, you know, it's still a long series. There's still, you know, I, I, I think that it's a, it's a long shot that this, this does not go back to LA. Um, so we'll, you know, we'll just have to, we'll just have to wait and see, but I'm going to take him at face value right now because, you know, if he does pitch game five, that means you do have him in game seven, but it's going to be in relief. Yep. Um, so I think that, uh, yeah, I think that you do that because one, one of the things you also have to remember, Mike, that these guys, have, especially game three here, but game three and four, you have to manage it a little bit different than any other time because of the three games in a row. Yep. You, know, you can't tap out your bullpen in game three because you have, you know, back-to-back-to-back games here. And, you know, the, the, the Astros have gone through that, going to seven games with the Yankees, but the Dodgers haven't. Nope. You know, the Dodgers, this is really their first real test of the season. You know, not say, you know, they've been very, very good. They've actually been so good. They've kind of just walked over everyone, even with that long run they had there at the end of August, beginning of September, where they couldn't win a game for a couple of weeks. But they had such a lead built up. They haven't really been tested a whole lot this year. But I think this is going to be a different series because uh, right now I think the, the gloves are off. And if the Astros have do have any kind or either team has any kind of uh, advantage here, I think it's minute. Did you think, were you still confident when the Astros went home down 3-2 to the Yankees? Did you feel good or were you worried? Oh, I was worried. I mean, I, I don't think it doesn't matter how good your team is or how good you're playing at home. When you have no room for error, you know, it's got to be concerning. But I also know this team really likes to play here. Um, Minute Maid has become a big home field advantage. The fans have been just crazy. Uh, it's going to be that way again tonight and all three of these games here in Houston. So, you know, I, I think that I, I, I felt like they could do it, but I think if anybody said they, they felt like they had it in the bag, I think they, they're uh, maybe, maybe uh, stepping over their bounds just a little bit. Had you warned your guys about Yankee Stadium? Because they had some trouble at Yankee Stadium. They didn't seem to have as much trouble at Dodger Stadium, but they really they looked a little wide-eyed at times at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, and you know what? I, they had played there before, even even in that the wild card game a couple years ago. Uh, several of these guys were were in that game, and you know, I, I think it might have caught them a little bit off guard. I mean, that's all the all the the stories we heard. I wasn't there, but 
it was a lot more reminiscent of it was the old days. You know, old yeah. Yankees. It day. was, you know, you that know, night two years with when he pitched two years ago. I was at all, all the games both times. Two years ago, everybody went into that game knowing the Yankees couldn't win. Uh, the Yankees were de- on fumes. They had an old team and they couldn't touch Keuchel and they didn't hit a hard ball except for A Rod hitting one that night. That game was a dance for for Keuchel. This time it was like old time Yankee Stadium. This sounded right. like the old days. The place was rocking, and by game five, you could tell that the Astros were a little. They they were sick of Yankee Stadium, you know. Well, you know that even you know, even Keuchel came out and said something. And when you get a player, an opposing player, say something, that means it was there was obviously conversations in the clubhouse and around the the ball team that, yeah, this is kind of a crazy situation. This is something we haven't really been in before. But, you know, like good teams do, they get uh, the change of venue and things turn around and they end up winning the series. How do you feel now after they broke through in game two? I thought, when you know, I'll tell you right now, I thought the Dodgers were going to win the series when Verlander gave up the home run and they're down 3-1. I thought the Dodgers were going to win that game. And I said, I think this series is the Dodgers. And uh, I thought the Astros had to win game two. And son of a gun, they come back and win game two. And now it's anybody's series. In historic way. I mean, it was just incredible to watch that game go back and forth. I'm sitting here watching it in my living room with, with, with no one around. Everybody had already gone to bed. You know, my, my, my oldest, my sons, they weren't, they weren't even home. And I'm like, are you kidding me? They're, this keeps, they just keep going back and forth in the big, I mean, there weren't even any singles. I mean, it was, it was all just home runs. I, I'm, I, I agree, Mike. I, I think that if the Dodgers have won game two and they go up 2-0, I'm not going to say the Astros couldn't overcome it, but my goodness, you have Mount Everest in front of you that you're trying to climb. But now that they, the way they came back and the way the bats kind of woke up, and, and you can see when these guys are confident and they're making a pitcher throw strikes, they are, they are the most famous team in the league. No. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Man. When they expand, it's a different story. So um, I think that with, the, with them coming back to Houston 1-1, I think this thing is completely up in the air. I think that uh, this is going to be a knockdown drag out, hopefully for five more games. Listen, you know there's been anybody pitching in pressure situations out of pens and doing it, uh, and doing it well. Can the, can, can, you, can the Astros, without success from their relievers, can their relievers get over the hump, or is, it, is that a lot to ask once they've been hit as hard as they have in this postseason? No, I think they can. I mean, you've you got, you got some guys down there that have some experience. Uh, you've got a very good pitching coach in Brent Strom. And, you know, the emphasis on this now is, for this bullpen, is, you know, forget about what's happened, execute a pitch. You know, whatever you're doing at the time, it doesn't matter the situation, minimize what you're doing, really try and get down to the bare essence and simplify, just make a pitch, okay? Once you do that, Make the next pitch and just go in that uh, that baby step type manner and you have a better chance because if you all of a sudden start thinking about World Series and start thinking about, you know, you're facing a team that has 104 wins and, and everything else, the situation gets too big. And that's what, you know, we've heard several times in a lot of analysts about how, you know, uh, the game gets fast. You, you have to slow things down. And that's what I'm talking about. You have to get your brain under control to have any chance at all. And, and to me, and that's one of the things that I did in my career was just simplify. I'm just out here to make a pitch. That's it. One pitch. What and do then you, I make the next pitch. What do you expect from Darvish? You've seen Darvish in, 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 a lot of times. What do, you, what do you expect from Darvish? 
Well, Darvis has thrown the ball extremely well as of late. And since he's been a Dodger, uh, you know, when he first got over there, he struggled a little bit. But that, I know Rick Honeycutt really worked hard on kind of simplifying what he's done. You know, he's the type of guy that's got, you know, five, six, seven pitches. You know, you, you, you watch Dicegate for all those years. Darvish is the same way. He said, you know what, let's get really good at like three or four pitches. And, you know, he's, he's got the high-velocity fastball. He's got the good breaking ball. He's got the other stuff he mixes in. And he's thrown the ball well. Now, the good thing for the Astros, you know, they struggled against Kershaw. And I think one of the reasons why they did was because there wasn't anybody in the lineup that had any kind of track record whatsoever against Kershaw. You mix that with the idea that, you know, arguably one of the best pitchers we've ever seen, yeah, that's not a good equation to, to hit to, to get any real damage off of him. You know, they they have a track record against Darvish. Now, you know, Darvish has pitched some good games, he's pitched some bad games. But they know they have a better idea of who Darvish is. And on top of everything else, Mike, he's right handed. And this team, even though it's a, a right handed dominated lineup, they are much better against right handed pitchers than left handed pitchers. Interesting. Well listen, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. You've been a big help during the series. Thanks very much. Hey, it's fun, Mike. My pleasure. Thank you. Mike Stanton.